0: Let us remember the words of Psalm 118, 22-24. The same stone that the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing that is marvelous in our eyes. On this day the Lord has acted. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. God is our refuge. the call it today... Uh, we're, We pray, give us grace to answer readily the call of our Savior Jesus Christ and proclaim to all people the good news of his salvation that we and the whole world may perceive the glory of his marvelous works. And There's another call that I want to share with you. And the reason is, The number of Sundays in a liturgical season of Epiphany depends upon when the date of Easter falls. Easter falls on the first Sunday after the first full moon in the northern hemisphere of spring. By ecclesiastical rules, which fixes the date of the equinox to March 21st, the first day of spring, the earliest possible date for Easter is March 22nd and the latest possible is April 25th so there's over a month of range. There are actually 35 dates on which Easter can fall. This year Ash Wednesday the first day of Lent occurs on February 17th and Easter will be on April the 4th. Why am I telling you all this? Because this means that there are some really awesome collets For the latter Sundays of Epiphany that we seldom use. Someone recently brought to my attention that the call it for the eighth Sunday of Epiphany is especially apropos for us. The eighth Sunday after Epiphany. Most loving Father, whose will it is for us to give thanks for all things, to fear nothing but the loss of you to cast all our care on you who care for us. Preserve us from faithless fears and worldly anxieties, that no clouds of this mortal life may hide from us the light of that love which is immortal, in which you have manifested to us in your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. I just realized how long that call it was. <laughs> must be one of the longest in the prayer book. <clears throat> but as such, it is very applicable to the time in which we find ourselves living. I, I'm reminded of something Bishop Chuck said not too long after I started attending seminary. One sa- I was attending one Saturday each month going down to Selma for had all-day um, teaching and fellowship time. Someone asked him if the worst possible outcome of the Y2K disaster that many were proclaiming and taking great lengths to prepare, if it were to come true, what did he plan to do? His answer was that the morning after doomsday, he would get up, he would do morning prayer, and that night, he would do evening prayer. In other words, he would continue to practice his faith and worship, just as he always does. He was telling us that God is his refuge then, and would be his refuge if the Y2K disaster unfolded in the worst possible way. As it turns out, if you remember, there were nowhere at Peebles, and as far as I could tell, and at the time I was working for a company that sold software for commercial use, there was no failure of any software, at least, none that had any effect on society. These days we're bombarded with many messages that cause a loss of trust and a fear of what is to come. I don't know which messages are trustworthy and true. I know many of you and many of my closest friends have great concerns about the next few years and possibly the foreseeable future. Those fears could be well justified and could prove to come true. On the other hand, I have some friends and there are many devout Bible-believing Christians who are very optimistic. They see the potential for a healing of the great divide in this nation, a path forward through a lot of hard work toward a restoration of dignity and respect in society. My point is that no one knows what tomorrow holds. Our refuge is a great and good God, a benevolent and compassionate king who rules over his kingdom, pouring out grace and mercy upon all the servants in his kingdom. My hope is that I can refocus my thoughts and my words to reflect my trust in that truth. The truth that no matter what circumstances we face, God is with us. That I might be still and know that He is God. That He will never leave us or forsake us. He is the eternal God, and He is our refuge and our strength. Hear these words, these comforting words from the book of Psalms. God is the rock of my refuge. But my eyes are upon you, O God the Lord, in you I take refuge. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him I will trust. In God is my salvation and my glory, the rock of my strength, and my refuge is in God. Trust in Him at all times, you people. Pour out your hearts before Him. God is a refuge for us. Selah. I want to be ready and willing to answer readily the call of our Savior Jesus Christ and proclaim to all people the good news of His salvation that we in the whole world may perceive the glory of His marvelous works. I desire to speak words that express hope, hope in the goodness and beauty of God. And I believe it is pleasing to God when we encourage one another. Hebrews chapter 10 verses 23 to 25 in the New Living Translation. Let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm. For God can be trusted to keep His promise. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. And let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of His return is drawing near. That's for Hebrews 10, 23-25. Hebrews twelve twenty eight and the ESV, therefore let us be grateful for receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, and thus let us offer to God acceptable worship with reverence and awe. Most loving Father, whose will it is for us to give thanks for all things, to fear nothing but the loss of you, and to cast all our all of our care on you who care for us preserve us from faithless fears and worldly anxieties that no clouds of this mortal life may hide us from the light of that love which is immortal in which you have manifested to us in your son Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let's stand together and confirm our common faith in the Nicene Creed.